Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. My name is Shelly Winter. I'm sitting in, filling in for Mark Aram. This weekend, many of you barbecued, you hung out with family, you spent time with cousins, neighbors, and you had a good time. Whether you whether you took uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday off, no matter what you did, you had a great time. It was Independence Day weekend, and many of you uh, took time to celebrate and, and, and bond with coworkers and family members, maybe family members you haven't seen in a long time. And, and we all did the same thing. In, 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 in my case, my, my wife and I drove to Savannah for a quick uh, getaway, and we drove back home yesterday. And many of you did that. I, I did the same thing. I saw the traffic co- going down 75 and coming back up 75 north, people coming from Florida, people coming from Savannah, people coming from all parts south. You, you all had a good time. Well, I'm sure 28-year-old Nicholas Dixon, the Hall County Sheriff, had a great weekend also. Up until this morning when I woke up and I heard the news that he was killed in a shootout with some thugs, some scums of the earth, people who don't deserve to breathe the same air as we do. And I was sad. I really was sad this morning because when I woke up and I heard this news, I thought to myself, man, I'm pra- I passed... Several deputies on the highway driving to and from Savannah. And I, and I looked at the cars. I didn't see a person in the car. I just looked at the cars. Oh, I didn't get caught. Oh, I'm doing, I'm speeding, but they didn't catch me. But I never, until this morning, I never really realized that there was a human being in there who's putting his life on a line every single day he drives to the side of the highway and parks his car because he's pulling over people who are breaking the law. Now, I don't see myself as a a bad guy. I was just speeding, and I wasn't pulled over. But the people sometimes, in the case of uh, uh, Deputy Nicholas Dixon, who had an infant and a 9-year-old son, Two sons, one an infant who probably will never know his father, and a nine-year-old who was at that age where he probably worshipped the ground his dad walked on. And it really got me thinking because I was really sad. And I don't mean to open up the airwaves at 6 o'clock in the evening with sad, sadness and, 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 and the may bring you down. But I bring this story up, one, to respect the life of 28-year-old Nicholas Dixon. The, the dep- deputy killed in Hall County, sheriff's deputy that was killed from Hall County. I, I want to I want to pay homage to him. I want to say God bless his family. And if there's anything we can do or I can do, I'm, I'm just filling in so I, I don't have a show, a regular show. But if there's anything I can do, if there's anything the f- people who listen to me can do, we'd like to know more of what we can do for this family. But it, it really made me sad this morning. You know why it made me so sad? Because I thought to myself, just Friday... In Tempe, Arizona, six police officers 
went to a Starbucks before they were going on their shift. And they were asked to leave because some customer felt uncomfortable with police officers inside of a Starbucks. That just happened at the start of a weekend. And at the end of a weekend, we have a young man, 28 years old. His name is Nicholas Dixon. Remember that name. He's got an infant son and a nine-year-old. He leaves behind a family. And these people have a, had a, somebody in Tempe, Arizona, had the unmitigated gall to tell a manager at a Starbucks that they felt uncomfortable because police officers were in there. And the barista, 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 I don't care what you call him, the idiot in Starbucks felt it necessary to tell the police officers to leave and not the customer. This is where my heart is troubled when I woke up this morning because the first thing I thought of when I heard the news of, of Deputy Dixon, I thought immediately to those six officers in Tempe, Arizona, asked to leave a Starbucks. And I thought to myself, what kind of crazy country was, must we be living in when people who get paid little to nothing to put their lives on the line for us every single day their lives on the line for us every single day can be asked to leave a Starbucks because it made someone feel uncomfortable. What kind of country are we leaving to our children? My name is Shelley Winter. I'm sitting in for Mark Aram. I promise you I'll be happier when we come back. Now, Starbucks apologized. Oh, great. Woohoo. They apologized. A press release. Do you remember what happened in Philadelphia? Two African-American men, they were asked to leave Starbucks because they weren't spending any money. They refused to leave. They felt it was racist to be asked to leave. So they refused to leave. The police were called because at this point they're trespassing. You've been asked to leave a business. You don't leave. The police come. They arrested them. The media covered that for five days. I was on the radio at the time. I know for a fact they covered it for five days. Starbucks shut down their business for a day to teach diversity. <laughs> But they sent an apology, a press release. You know what a press release is worth? Worth, excuse me. I can get on a martyr with two bucks in a press release. They sent a press release to apologize for being for kicking out six police officers. These men and women across the country. I have my I have my issues when an issue pops up and I feel a police officer's wrong. I will say that I've had many arguments with uh, uh, people about these kinds of stories. But listen to me, ladies and gentlemen, we can't go around the country throwing policemen out of places of business simply because someone's feelings are, are hurt. And you know why this is a problem? Because what we're doing is we're making the people who put their lives on the line to protect us the enemy. But we're cheering for the thugs. We cheer when somebody comes out of jail and changes their life around. We cheer for former drug dealers who are now big time billion dollar rappers. We cheer for strippers who used to strip, but now they're a rapper or they're a singer or they're an actress. Oh, we cheer these stories, but we demonize the men and women in uniform. That's the world we're going to live in now. I say, man, we're going down a very dangerous path. We're going down a path where if you don't respect law enforcement, if you're going to throw them out of your place of business and just issue an apology, yet you're going to shut down your business for a day to teach diversity training. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, we're in a dangerous spot. We're in a bad place. Bad place. Now to happier news, our number 
800-0750-800 WSB Talk. My name is Shelly Winter. I'm sitting in for Mark Aram until eight o'clock. Want to go into the story? Here's a happy story. And I hate to just change tunes like that, but really, I, I didn't want to depress anybody. You're back from holiday, but I really had to get that off my chest because it sickens me what happened in Tempe and then what happened this morning. And uh, again, I say God bless the family of Nicholas Dixon. A 100-year-old man and a 102-year-old woman tied the knot after one year of dating. I kid you not. They both, they both lived in, a assisted live, in an assisted living facility in Ohio. That's where they met. The woman, Phyllis, is 102. She said, I was not raised. She's a Christian woman. God bless her. But she said she was not raised to jump into bed with just anybody. And so in order for him to have get, you know, get the, the stuff going on, he would have to marry her. And so he said, you know what? I will marry you. Now, I feel this is what I feel. One, if you got to get married to get some, God bless you at 100 years old. You know what I mean? God bless. If that's your if that's your plan, because you wanted some from the hundred and two year old woman, man, put put the put a ring on it. I'm all for it, Mister. His name is Cook, John Cook Senior, a World War II veteran. But here's the deal: they are not going to make. And I and I, let me say this: I, I God understand what I'm saying. They're not going to make the seven year itch. Like they're not going to get to that point where they get tired of each other. So he might as well get as much as he can while he can. Don't you think, Longoria? Well, yeah, he's probably on his he's, way out. He's probably on his way out, right? And <laughs> we're not. I mean, I don't want to talk bad about no, the elderly, no, no, but, but he's a hundred. But that, that's science. That's science, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, and she's a hundred and two. Yeah, so yeah. I'm thinking, dude, that you got the better end of this deal. He got the he got the better end of the deal. He's like, oh, I, all I got to do is put a ring. He could have gotten her. I wonder if the ring was real. <laughs> 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 how much did he spend? How much do you spend on a ring at 100 years old yeah, yeah. when you're marrying a 102 year old woman? Probably not much. Probably not nothing. I'll give you my extra Jello. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, but God bless him because I'm telling you, I married. And my wife and I were talking, if it doesn't work out, both of us agree we never do it again. They were both married before. So I'm surprised that they did it again <laughs> because they had to have learned <laughs> yeah. from their previous experience that marriage, if it doesn't work out the first time, probably will not work out That's the true. second time. My name is Shelley Winter. I am sitting in for the great one, Mark Aram. That was a little shade at some other people that call themselves the great one, but Mark Aram really is the great one. Sometime I just get into the music. Shelly Winter here sitting in for Mark Aram. Our number is 404-872-0750. Question, how old is too old to get married? Like, should you remarry this 100-year-old man, 102-year-old woman? Is it too old for them to get married? Clearly it's not because she said she wasn't jumping into bed unless she was married because she's a Christian woman. Um, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say some of you single women should take a lesson from this 102-year-old woman. Mm, I'm sorry. Just had to go there. Happy, by the way, speaking of, uh, speaking of marriage, happy anniversary to former President Jimmy Carter and Rosalind Carter. Um, 73 years they've been married. And um, again, ladies, longevity. Longevity. God bless you, uh, Mr. Uh, former President Carter. 
and Mrs. Uh, first, uh, former First Lady Rosalind Carter. God bless you guys and happy anniversary. I don't have to agree with your politics to understand what love is, and that's love. Good for you guys. Uh, speaking of crazy people, so 404-872-0750. Let's, uh, I think i got time. Let's take a call. Uh, let's go to Dawn. They taught me how to do this. I think I could do it now. Dawn. Yes, yes, ah. sir. I'm so. How you doing, Shelly? I'm wonderful, Dawn. I'm such. I'm such a fast learner. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I have a comment to make about those officers that got kicked out of that Starbucks. Yes. You know, um, those same officers will protect those people who insisted that they were offended by those officers. God bless That's you. That's what they do. That's what they do. Uh, I support our our police i support our military i mean they put their lives on the line every single day for us absolutely and you know it it, it, look what they did to the vietnam vets when they came home yep i mean you know they 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 treated them so badly you're absolutely right things started to improve and now it seems like it's going backwards again and the, the 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 disrespect is coming back, and it's so wrong. It's so wrong. Thank you for your call, Dawn. And Dawn is absolutely right. The media, in an effort to raise ratings, in an effort to chase dollars and clicks, the media has painted this narrative of the evil officer, <laughs> but not painted a narrative of the evil thug and scums of the earth. That's <laughs> a crazy world we live in. Hmm. I'm Shelley Winter sitting in for... Mark Aram. Shout out to Eric Swalwell. Dropped out. One gone. He's going to have a lot more of these. He's gone after three months. He's uh, con- You know what's so funny about his announcement? He's dropping out of the race, but he says, I- I've learned a lot to take back the Congress. <laughs> what do you mean? What did you learn? That you a loser? And you had to drop out of a race? I mean, we could have told you that when you first entered the race. And what's sad is that these people can keep their job, go across the country, raise money, get name recognition, and not have to leave their job. Could you imagine if you can, if you worked at your job right now, you could just go someplace else and take another job? And if it didn't work out, you could just come back to your job without ever leaving or resigning from your job? Could you imagine that? Only politicians can do that. Why can't we do that? Like, why can't I just, I can fill in here. I'm basically a temp. You know how temping works. They When they need you, they call you. So after today, I won't be back for a couple weeks, and so I have nothing to do. I should be able to go someplace else and go say, hey, you need a fill-in over here? <laughs> you know what I mean? Sports talk need a fill-in? Hey, Shelly Winters, fill-in over at Sports Talk without ever losing this job. But no, it doesn't work like that for us regular people. Only for the Eric Swalwells of the world can you not quit Congress to run for office and then drop out of running for office and go back to your job in Congress. It's sickening how these people just run roughshod over us regular folks. 404-872-0750 is our number. Uh, Let's take a call. Do I have time to take a call? I'll wait because she's probably going to, I'm going to give her more than a minute. See, I'm learning the clock. Man, I am feeling so comfortable right now. So (laughs) I'm going to take your calls next. What would you do for money? Like I said, I'm a temp, right? I'm temping. I'm filling in for Mark Aram. I'll fill in wherever they need me and come in when they need me, right? So it's money short. 
on my and my family right now. You know, as a matter of fact, I hate to give my business to my my wife's going to get mad, but she treated me to go to Savannah. You know what I mean? Because money's tight right now, so I, I'm not ashamed to say that. But what would you pay for an Instagram model's bathwater? I kid you not. An Instagram model sold her bathwater. So this Instagram model, her name is Belle Delphine. She's 20 years old. She sold her bathwater. She's a gamer. She sold her bathwater. It sold out in two days. But I'm first going to go to Elena in, uh, on, on the phone. Our, our number, if you want to join the conversation, 404-872-0750. Hey, Elena. Hey. Um, I'm glad you brought up the subject, uh, whether people got depressed or not about the um, policemen that were asked to leave the Starbucks in Arizona. Yes, ma'am. Because there was uh, someone uncomfortable. I went to my neighborhood Starbucks, and I told the manager there, you know, this is unbelievable. It's unacceptable. And an apology does not make it up. No, it Starbucks doesn't. owes more than that. Absolutely. Especially when you shut down, especially when you made a big deal about Philadelphia and what happened last mm-hmm. year and you shut down your entire business for a day to do diversity training. You, you've, right. This has got to be this has got to be 10 times worse. Yeah. I mean, I, it's just they should be ashamed of themselves, really. I mean, I said they go out there. They put like you said, they put their uniform on and they protect you. Everyone behind that counter, everyone out sitting here, and everywhere out there. They put their lives on the line. And it wasn't like it was 3 in the morning, the person was by right. themselves, exactly. with policemen there. That's exactly. different. That's different. Great call, Elena. God bless you, my sister. God bless you. Great call. God uh, bless you, too. Thank you. Uh, so this this Delphine, Belle Delphine, 20 years old, she describes herself as a gamer girl. She sold her bathwater. For 24, well, it's English money, so I'm going to say $24, okay? We're just going to, please don't call me up and say, oh, Shelly, it was more, it was less than that because it's English, it's $24. Any amount of money you pay for someone's bathwater online, you're a sucker. So let's say, could have been $2, it's $24 a pop, and she sold out in two days. She sold 500 bottles in two days. These are the people. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you like this. Our world has gone to hell and nobody wants to admit it. Nobody wants to admit it that these young people are sick, demented and twisted. Meanwhile, I say all of that uh, in a story out there of Jeffrey Epstein, who's a sick, demented, twisted human being also. Did you hear on our news segment where they arrested him and he had pictures on his computer? These people, what is it about, uh, I'm sorry, I'm not even going to go there. I'm really not. But this guy, and I don't care who his friends are. Eric Erickson said it beautifully. I said I might steal it from him, and I'm giving all credit to him because he said it very beautifully. I don't care the political ramifications behind this Jeffrey Epstein. I know what the media is going to do. The media is going to make it all about Trump. That's fine. That's fine. We, I have no. Do what you do, okay? But at the end of the day, if anybody... I don't care if I like them, I supported them, I voted for them. I don't care if they're Democrat or Republican or Libertarian. I don't care if they're black, they're white, they're male or female. I don't care. If you had anything to do with this, this, this evil, demented, sick individual running teenage girls, 
and 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 hooking them out and sending them to your friends. If you had anything to do with it, I hope you rot in hell. And before you get to hell, I hope you go to jail and I hope you're in jail with a big African American, Hispanic or white guy covered in tattoos who just hates more than anything in the world child molesters. I really do. Because you're a sick, demented you-know-what, and you don't deserve to breathe the same air as we do. Little kids, little girls, come on, man. It's disgusting. There's enough women out there. There are enough beautiful, grown women out there. Why girls? Why? I just don't understand it. That doesn't for the life of me. You got a billion dollars. You can have any woman on a planet. You have a private plane, a private island, and you want little girls. <laughs> You know what that means? You know what that means, Andrew, right? What's that? Peep. Peep. <laughs> <laughs> this to say, as the ladies would say, he ain't packing. That's the only reason. I hate to go there. Now they're going to call me crass. Now I'm going to get the calls that I'm crass. 404-872-0750. A music festival, a rap music festival, a rap music festival in Detroit was charging white people more than black people. But that's not racist. You know what is racist? I'll tell you next. <laughs> Shelly Winter sitting in for Mark Aram, 404-872-0750. Got a couple minutes before. I want to take Nick, but um, I, I do want to talk about the story, but I don't want to start it uh, just yet. But there is a, a music festival in Detroit. They actually were charging white people more than black people. And, and, and my contention is that wasn't the racism. It was another level of racism that was worse. So let me go to Nick. Uh, we're going to take Nick's call. Our number is 404-872-0750. I told you that already, right? Okay, so now I'm begging for calls. 800-WSB-TALK. I'm not doing that anymore. Nick, <laughs> what's going on? How you doing there, Shelly? How are you, sir? I'm okay, sir. Uh, got an interesting story for you. You were talking about the lady who sold her bath water. Yes, sir. That's pretty interesting, but um, I work in film and television okay. here in Atlanta. I'm an actor. Okay. Good luck and to you. I, what have you been in? Hold on. What? 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 Uh, have you been in anything that we can recognize you? Uh, well, there's a great show on Amazon Prime called Lore. I was in that. Okay. I was in a movie. You can get it off Amazon called Sing to the Stars. All right. All right. We'll and look for you. I did, we, have, um, we have no idea what you look like, before. but I'll look for you. <laughs> so, um, but, uh, yeah, Lore, uh, season one, episode two. Okay. Real quick. Get to your um, point. I shouldn't have cut you off. Go ahead. Yeah. That's fine. No problem. Um, I got a message from, I believe it was, a woman, and she wanted to buy my shoes. Did you sell me. them? No. <laughs> How much did she but offer? I found it very interesting. What did she offer? She offered me 350 bucks For your shoes? For my shoes. And you said I no? I worn them for a month. And you, and you said no. You sure you're an I actor? Because I thought actors were struggling. Thanks, Nick, for your call. No, I want this town to be near you. I stand alone. 
Shelley Winter sitting in, filling in, sitting in for Mark Aram. I'm here until 8 o'clock. At 8 o'clock, don't forget, stay tuned to WSB, but also the Home Run, home run, home run, home run Derby is at 8 o'clock, too. Uh, for you degenerate gamblers out there, oh, by the way, I've got to tell you this funny story. So I told you about the bathwater girl. She was selling it. I said $24, but it's it's English money, so I didn't do the conversion. Well, I get a text uh, from um, my secret uh, friend here who says, it was $30 a jar. We just discussed this. She made $15,000. You can only imagine who that could have been. Major League Baseball, for my um, degenerate gamblers out there, Ronald Acuna, Acuna, Acuna is 10 to 1. I'm going with Pete Alonzo because he's a Met. Pete Alonzo is at uh, 5 to 1. But uh, I'm told if you want to bet on who wins the home run derby, bet on Vladimir Guerrero Jr. That comes from a good source. I got inside information for you degenerate gamblers out there just like myself who will bet on what elevator goes to the top first. We're so bad. But the Home Run Derby is tonight. Starts at 8 o'clock. Very exciting. I, I used to think it was kind of uh, kitsky, you know, a little like kind of just, you know, kid stuff. Like who wants to watch a bunch of guys just slam uh, warm-up pitches, pitches out of the ballpark. But I said, you know what, it is kind of, it's gotten kind of exciting. Well, you like You like it, Andrew? Uh, yeah, it's okay. I, I don't. I don't follow baseball that much, but I do like. You don't it, follow so. baseball? No, I'm not oh. a big baseball. Player. Turn off your microphone. That's okay. Shut it down. Okay. You don't follow baseball? You know, you know I can control the board. Right? I know you do. I, that. You know I used to I, be told. I, can, I, I used to be told that by another guy. <laughs> I used to be told that all the time. You know I can t- control what you say <laughs> when people hear you. <laughs> that brought back memories. <laughs> but I like you. <laughs> oh man, home run derby's at eight o'clock. So I, I want to tell you this story. Um, we're talking about also we're talking about a lot of things, but we're talking about the um, Starbucks throwing six officers out of Starbucks while they're getting coffee because someone felt uncomfortable. But at the same time, a young man, Officer Dixon, Nicholas Dixon, l- losing his life uh, this uh, late, uh, early this morning um, to some you know dregs of the earth, and. God bless his family. We're talking about that, what kind of world we live in now. But I want to bring this up also. 404 is our number. I want to talk about this too. There's a, there's a music festival called the Afro Future. Afro Future. It's a Detroit-based youth music festival. And so they were selling tickets on Eventbrite. And if you go to Eventbrite, they're selling tickets. And, and it's this is what it says. This is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. This is where we are. This whole show, this whole two-hour show can be broken down to one thing. This is where we are in our country right now. This is where we, this is where they've led us. I'm telling you. This is where the madness leads us, has led us. And it's going to get worse. It's only going to get worse because this is where we are. Afro Future Fest, they're activating... The early bird POC, for those of you who don't know, POC of people of color tickets are $10 and $20 for non-POCs. And the tickets are on sale until July. Now, most people say, well, Shelly, that's racist. You can't charge people different prices. What's racist about it, ladies and gentlemen, is that these people are actually charging African-Americans or, sorry, quote, unquote, people of color less because they feel they have less money. 
That's the racism. Organizers defended their race-based pricing for tickets on on their event page, stating, Our ticket structure was built to ensure that most marginalized communities, in quotes, people of color, are provided with an equitable chance at enjoying events in their own community, quote, unquote, black Detroit. So in other words, if you're African-American, you have less money, so you should be charged less. That's racist. If a white guy were to say, hey, Shelly, it's $10 to get into this bar, but you know what? You're African-American. I'm only going to charge you five. I'd be insulted. What do you mean? I, I, I don't, you, what are you trying to say? I don't, have a, I don't have the same amount of money as my white counterpart? Well, clearly you don't because the studies show you make less per average. This is ridiculous. This is the world we live in right now. These are the same young people who want segregated dorms. My ancestors died to get away from this. Now you're bringing it back under the guise of being woke. You're so woke, you're asleep. You're sleepwalking because this is stupid. And Eventbrite, which has the the, the site, if you've ever done an event before, you can put these events up on Eventbrite and you can sell tickets and they handle the money for you. They have a policy saying that this is their policy. This is Eventbrite's policy. Here it is right here. I'm going to read to you. We do not permit events that require attendees to pay different prices based on their protected characteristics such as race or ethnicity. In this case, we have notified the creator of the event about this violation and requested that they alter their event accordingly. But they haven't done it yet, and they're pushing back. Like, no, we should be allowed to charge black people less and white people more. (laughs) I've got 20-year-olds in England selling their bathwater and selling out in two days. I've got major corporations that shut down their business for 30 days to teach diversity, throwing police officers in uniform out because customers are uncomfortable. I've got a pedophile with a book of the most powerful people in the country, all with their names and numbers in it, going to jail. And you're thinking to me, you're telling me that this world is not screwed up? We've never had this before. This is stupid. This is where we are, though, ladies and gentlemen. This is where we are. Let's go to the phones. Uh, Let's go to uh, John. I know how to do it now. John! Yes. Yes, sir. How are you, sir? I'm doing fine. Thank you you for taking my call. Uh, The clown that called in and felt uncomfortable in Arizona... Uh, can they, why can't they put him on a no-call watch list? And if he ever has to dial 911 for fire <laughs> and rescue and ambulance, uh, we can't show up. Right. I, I, you, I, know? you know what? I wish they could do something like that. Could you imagine if they could do something like that? Could you imagine if the police had a list where they said, well, this person doesn't like the police, so when they call, they're on their name like a, a, red, a red sign pops up. Up, oh, we don't go to that house because you don't like oh, the police. You're you're you you know you're on a list if you've got a if you you're, you know if you got an AR or something like that you know you're on some kind of list or or you, you can't get, get on a plane yeah I um, I I think it's a good it, idea I think it's a good idea although you know me the libertarian in me doesn't like the police to have any sort of list at all so I I, I push back slightly but I think the idea yeah. is sound is that if you don't like the police if you're marching and protesting the police you don't get to call nine one one handle it on your huh. own yeah take care of it absolutely great call uh, my friend 
404-872-0750. So we got the rapper. Uh, now, here's the problem. Here's the problem, my friends. Here is the big problem. The big problem is, according to this study, AP has a study, a poll out, that says Americans rarely seek guidance from clergy. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the problem. We're not even going, listen, we throw police out of businesses. The same business that shut themselves down. This, that, I can't get around that. Hey, you know, I can't get, if I was in that store, and I was a manager in that Starbucks in Tempe, Arizona, seriously, and someone came up to me, there were six officers sitting in the corner before they go on their, uh, their rounds, their, 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 their shift, and I saw them sitting over there. First of all, they wouldn't have paid a dime if I was the manager. I would, if I walked in there, well, if I was, say I walked in, uh, la, 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 Shelly's going into Starbucks. Hey, can I have a medium dark roast with a couple, couple cubes of ice on the side? That's what I always get. And they'll say, do you mean a grande, sir? No, I mean a medium. Don't get, it's a medium. It's not a grande. It's a medium. <laughs> can I get a medium? That's the first thing that would piss me off. Then I saw the officers. I say, hey, officer, can I get you guys anything? I appreciate, I appreciate the job you do, putting your life on the line. No, sir, we cannot take. That would be a bribe. Okay, well, God bless you. I pray to God you get home safely to your family. Now, if I was standing there waiting for my medium dark roast with one shot of cream and a couple cubes of ice on the side just to cool it down a little, and some customer walks up to the counter and says, hmm, excuse me, I'm really uncomfortable with these six officers sitting here. Me? I would have turned to the person and said, really? You're uncomfortable with the officers in the store? Like, what if a crook a crook, or a heroin addict ran in right now and snatched your bag? Who would you turn to to help you? Wouldn't be me, because I'm not chasing a heroin addict down the street. Wouldn't be the manager, because she's not chasing a heroin addict down the street. However, I bet you'd turn to those six officers and say, officer, officer, they snatched my pocketbook. But no, that didn't happen. Management turned to the person and complained and said, oh, yes, let me go run over to these officers and throw them in hell out of here. That's the world we live in. And then I come, I come to a story where there's a poll that show Americans rarely, rarely, excuse me, rarely seek guidance from clergy. And it all becomes clear to me. It becomes clear why that story from Tempe is there. It becomes clear to me why people are licking ice cream and putting it back in the freezer. It becomes clear to me why a group of young African Americans are charging double to white people to come to a festival. It all becomes clear to me. It's because we're a godless society. We're not only a godless society, but we're a stupid society. We spent the last 30 years miseducating all of our children, pointing them in a direction where everyone's a victim, everyone gets time out, no one gets in trouble, everyone wins, and this is where we are. You know why? Because there was a time in our history where when you were in trouble, where you had emotional problems, where you had financial problems, when you're going through something with your wife, your children, anything, you turn to the clergy, you turn to a man of God, and you said, hey, Pastor, can I talk to you for a second? You turn to someone else. Not that pastor wasn't special. That pastor wasn't a, a, a trained therapist. But that pastor led you to a passage in a Bible or, or some other religious book. It could be in a Quran or the Torah or anything. 
that said, hey, go here and, and, and get a little peace on what you're dealing with. Because in the Bible, in the Torah, in the Quran, all of them are basically the same. They're, 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 they're wisdom books. And they all tell you how to deal with problems at different levels. We wouldn't be in this place now if we, haven't turn, if we did not turn away from that. But the left, and I hate to make it left versus right, but the left forced us away from there. They wanted a godless society. And this is what you have. 404-872-0750. My name is Shelly Winter. I'm sitting in for Mark Aram. We're just going to go to break. There's no more tele helicopter or anything? None? Oh, man. I'm going to do the... Oh, not right now. <laughs> I'm going to be the helicopter. <laughs> okay. <all right. laughs> we'll be right back. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Shelly Winter sitting in for Mark Aram. Sorry, I could do this all day. I could do this all night long. What are the great lines. And if my train goes off the track. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. There you go, my man. <laughs> oh, man. So, so I'm sorry. Shelly Winter sitting in for Mark Aram. I love music. For those of you who know me know I love music. All kinds of music. Uh, so... Want to go to a caller here, Mike, because um, he's raising a great point, and I think it's a very, uh, it's an excellent discussion. Uh, so let me go to him quickly, Mike. Hey, Mike, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, long time listener, first time caller. Oh, awesome. Yes. <laughs> so my my point was, it's like, so what this person did was they looked at the way someone appears, and they looked at the way they were dressed, and and made a a call counter to everything that we as a society have been trying to train everyone to not do right and they've some i mean it's you know from gi joe different strokes facts of life even cheers i mean these these shows told us that we should not look at somebody and there's no difference in reality of an old white woman saying she was felt uncomfortable by the five black teens sitting over there absolutely or, Absolutely. No different. And it's, it's even worse because these are people. And, and, you know, what I would urge these people to do is, is, is think back to the lessons from G.I. Joe and Facts of Life. It's like, how about you get up and go sit down and talk with these people well, and not, try and engage? Ab absolutely. Great call, Mike. You're absolutely right. The dip, but here's the difference. Oh, I, I, I didn't mean to. That's fine. He's still listening. It's not like he's not there anymore. But here's the difference. These guys were in uniform. That's the difference. They were actually in uniform. Now, I'm not saying it's it, – you're absolutely right. You're a 1,000 percent right. There's no difference between an old white lady who's seen five black teenagers and says, oh, I've got to go. I feel uncomfortable. No different. But it's a kind of a major difference because these men are paid to protect those people. And what makes it a hugely, very, very, very bigly, hugely, as President Trump would say, different is the fact that – if anything happened at that time while they were in there, those people who felt uncomfortable would turn to those police officers and say, help me, help me. 404-872-0750. Shelly Winter sitting in for Mark Aram taking your calls next. Mira Mira on the wall. Sorry. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. My name is Shelly Winter. I'm sitting in for Mark Aram. I'm, I'm, I, I don't know. It's the music. 4487207050. Really quickly, I want to read something to you. So here's a funny story. Uh, I'm going to take your calls in just a second. But here's a funny story. So 
on the 17th, uh, Andrew, I was told, uh, put that, come back, because on the 17th, um, Mueller, Bob Mueller, of the famous Mueller report, remember that was in the news every day for three years, and then all of a sudden, I don't hear from the guy, right? After he releases it, that's it. The left has nothing else. Now they're pouncing on Epstein, but we won't get into all that. That's another show for a different day. But Mueller's supposed to give testimony in committee hearings. And so um, the plan was to have a kind of a roundtable. And hopefully I'm not talking out of turn, but I'm just telling the story. And I was going to be a part of it. And I was very excited about being a part of it, this roundtable to talk about the Mueller report after it happens on the 17th. I was all excited. Yay, I'm going to be back on. Really, it's just, a, you know, more more money. You know, <laughs> That's what I look at. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I love talking on the radio. I'm just joking. But so... Good buddy of mine, when I told him the days, shout out to uh, my good friend Tommy Bottoms, he told me, well, don't get too excited about the 17th because Mueller's not going to show up. And I said, oh, he's going to show up. Well, breaking news, this is from Mediaite. This is Bob Barr. I'm sorry, William Barr, excuse me, Bob Barr, Barr Barr is former congressman. This is from William Barr. William Barr says, I was disappointed to see him subpoenaed. Because I don't think that serves any purpose, dragging Bob Bob Mueller up in fa- up, dragging Bob Mueller up if in fact he is going to stick to the report. It seems to me the only reason for doing that is to create some kind of public spectacle. And if Bob decides he does, this is the key phrase here. This is this is the key phrase from the Attorney General. These guys are playing a game of chess. The media and the left cannot figure out. Here's the sentence. And if Bob decides he doesn't want to be subject to that, then the Department of Justice would certainly back him. That is the out Bob Mueller needed. Because there's nothing that doesn't matter if Congress gives him a, a contempt because the Department of Justice is not going to do anything about it. So Bob Mueller now has an out. I hope he shows up. Mr. Mueller, please show up because I'll be back on the radio on the 17th. But... I don't think he will. We'll see. But I don't think he will. Let's go to Hassan. But I hope he does. I hope he does. Hassan. Show up and say what? The only thing he's going to say is what's in the report. That's a Jeez. And man, that report's been nitpicked it's been picked through so many times, man. He, he can't say anything else. Because if he does, if he says anything contrary to his report, that's it. Then he lied. Then he lied. Exactly right. That's what we're all saying. That's what we're all saying. But I want to be back on a radio and a roundtable with my. With, so I hope he does show up. Oh, you, you got selfish motives, dude. Of course listen. I do. Yeah, I know you do. But listen, you, you you were talking briefly about uh, how we don't go back to to our ministers for advice. And and, and I say right? ministers, I mean men men of God, quote unquote men of God. Okay. Yep. Sure, sure, sure. But listen, you want us to go back to men of God who've been accused of all kinds of indiscretion? No, you know what? Men, the, the, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. See, our younger folks, Shelly, just like we did with our parents, they look back at what we've gone through and the different things that surrounded us, and they say, I don't want a part of that. Right. No, you're right. So, so, they, so they won't do that. The main problem, though, Shelly, is not in that. It's in the fact that there's been a, a concerted effort in this country to destroy families, not just black mm. families, family unity altogether. Hold on, Hassan. There's a bell here. <laughs> there you go. I'm sorry. 
Yeah, I'm sure you can carry it from there, brother. But there's been a concerted effort. That's an, and they absolutely. Continue to do that by what they promote. Absolutely, great call, Hassan. Thanks, great call. Brother. And All it right, started. Man. And it started with. I'm gonna throw this out here at 7:40 p.m. I hope you guys invite me back. But it started in the 70s with feminists. Let's go to Greg. Greg, welcome. Hey, Greg. Hey. You there? Yes, sir. We're here. Hey, I'm doing your program. I want to speak about the um, the officers that in having a break. Yes. Compared to the two guys who was in the uh, Starbucks earlier. Yes. 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 Well, my way of thinking was the two, the two guys in the Starbucks earlier, that was a setup. They, they were just typically laundering to cause the chaos where the police officers were taking a break legally. Well, actually, you're, you're right. I mean, the, you're right. The, the, the Starbucks asked the two gentlemen in Philadelphia to leave because they weren't purchasing anything, and they decided to say, well, no, we're not going anywhere. We should be allowed to stay here, and that's what caused everything. The officers— right. The officers decided to leave, and, and which is which, good for them. But you know, I, I I know I know one thing. If I was one of those officers, and that Starbucks ever had a robbery, psh, man, oh, I'd yeah. go the long way to get there. On this, on this, the part where you, who were the people that were making the complaints about? They didn't, they were uncomfortable. They with have not, there. they have not said. No one's come. They have not said. I'm, I'm sure they're protecting the identity of the people that made the complaint. They don't give me no color or no race or anything. No, I don't think that's as important. Well, you have to realize, Shelly, uh, I realize that you're a man of color, but uh, a lot of times that stuff is set up just to cause chaos. It is, it is it is set up to cause chaos. This that's what we've been talking about whole the whole night. The media know, sets it up to cause chaos. We just get some politically correctness nowadays. People are just scared to do anything like we should be doing. Right, we used I, to be able to do. It is called it is to cause chaos. The reason why I said I don't think that makes a difference because the the bigger story is that they ask police officers to leave. Now, if I were a betting man, which I am a degenerate gambler, I would bet that it was someone of color that called to complain plain or a very pink-haired, green-haired, young white person who feels guilty of be for being white. Okay, I have one more question and I'll leave you alone. I don't go to church and they have a visiting pastor and stand up in the middle of church and say, hey, can you take my pastor's place? Come on, guys. We I appreciate the support. I appreciate the love, but we're not. I'm, I'm not going to participate in that at all. Uh, let's go to Selena. Hey, Selena. Hey. Yeah, I think that dude needs to uh, listen to the radio a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'm not. That's not. That's not kind. It's not nice, and it's not who I am. No, it's not. Um, I was just gonna make a comment about the police officers, also, and and the Starbucks. Um, you know, y'all were talking about the old lady and being uncomfortable with teenagers sitting in there. The difference is she would have left, you know, or sat down and and prayed. But nobody should have asked really anybody to leave um i mean it's a public place right right you're absolutely right you're absolutely right lost in the whole story is that point that at the end of the day no one should walk into a place of business and say hey i'm uncomfortable with that person or that entity whatever sitting over there it's just like I, I drive a semi. I'm a female. I'm a white female. If I don't feel comfortable being somewhere, I'm not going to damn stop. You know right, what I mean? Right. <laughs> so, like, you know, it's your choice. If you want to eat there, eat there. But it doesn't matter if somebody walks inside. I mean, it's, it's public. 
you know. Absolutely If you don't right. like it, leave. Absolutely right. Thank you for your call. Because, I mean, Starbucks had a – they shut down their whole store for thir- for a day to let – to say crazy. it's okay to let heroin addicts go in the bathroom and shoot up. I mean, don't no, throw him out. Crazy. Don't throw him out. Oh, oh, he's just a heroin addict. He's a human being just like everyone else. Great call, Selena. Thank just, you so much. I just wanted to tell you also that you're doing a great job. Oh, well, thank you, Selena. I appreciate you very much. Um, I'll you're give welcome. You, I'll give you a 10 bucks when I see you on the road. <laughs> I appreciate you. Uh, but, yeah, I appreciate that, Selena. Thanks for your call. But, yeah, that's the – I mean, Starbucks shut down for a 30 for – 30, for a day, excuse me, to say it's okay to let drug addicts. They even have – you know what Starbucks has gone and done? This is how crazy this is. This story only gets crazier. You know what? I really anticipated only talking about this story for a couple minutes. You know what I mean? Because it's a short period of time. I want to get through a lot of things. But – I, it just it just occurred to me. Starbucks started putting in disposable red boxes for needles for people to drop their needles in because they didn't want them dropping them on the ground. So they put up the little, you know, the hazard boxes for needles. They started putting those boxes up in the bathroom. You threw out police officers, but you allow heroin addicts to dispose neatly of their needles. <laughs> you know what, man? I will never visit a Starbucks again ever in my life. You could keep it. I'm going to a neighborhood a neighborhood coffee shop. I know a bunch of them. Urban Grind on Marietta Street. There's hundreds of them around the city. Hundreds of them. Nice people. Owned by people like you and I. A simple person who opened up their own business is just making a, a, couple, dollars a, a couple dollars a year with their own business. They're, they're all over the place. There's no reason. Oh, does Starbucks advertise with us? I don't think so. Okay, good. All right. So I don't want to lose, you know, I mean, that counts. It matters. You know, it matters. I know it, I, everyone sit, sitting there listening to me right now saying, oh, this guy's full of it. If, if they did advertise, he'd stop talking about them. No, I wouldn't. i just roll it back a little bit. <laughs> but my point still stands. My point does still stand. And, and, and the fact is that you would put up hazard boxes for needles in a place of business so you can accommodate drug addicts. Nothing wrong with drug addicts. God bless them. I hope you get the help you need. I'm not talking about you specifically. I'm talking about how the business responds to you. And then you send out a, oh, we apologize. (sighs) Ladies, if you're a single lady, you want to hear this. According to a study, now this is all for my, only for my single ladies and women that are in unhappy marriages. Here's the deal. A study has found that people are not looking for people who are, who are compatible. They're looking for nice people. In other words, when you're single, you're a single lady, and you're going out there and you're asking the questions that you single ladies ask. I used to be single at one time. So how much money do you make? What kind of job do you have? What kind of job? What kind of car do you drive? Would you like children? You know, you're asking these questions to see if you're compatible. Well, really, according to the study, relationship happiness really boils down to one thing. Is he a nice guy? And you know, that makes sense to me. It really does. Because if you're a nice person, you probably will be good. Good, turn it on. You... Oh, no, I wasn't. I wasn't I was oh, you're talking, about, you, yeah, you guys having a conversation oh, we inside? Are, yes. Wow, I must be boring as hell. Let me just stop talking and go to the phone. These, they're having a no, conversation no. inside the studio while I'm talking, and I'm thinking to myself, they're not listening to me. That means you guys aren't listening to me. I might as well just go home. Let's go to the phones. Let's go to Tommy. Uh, Tommy, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Shelly Winter sitting in for Mark. 
Shelly, Shelly. How are you, sir? Hey, I love and miss your brother. I just wanted to call and say good job and support the blue. So, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you very much for your call, Tommy. Let's go to uh, Jamie. Hey, Shelly, how are you? How are you, Jamie? I'm doing great for a Monday afternoon after a long holiday. Hey, it's good to hear you on the radio again. Oh, thank you, sir. I appreciate that very much. Hey, uh, on the Starbucks thing, um, so there's a lot of blame to go around with this. I'm sure that uh, a certain type of person is the one who called in and said that they were afraid of the police. Do you sure what? I'm sorry, I missed that. A certain type of person. Well, it's a person that was afraid of the police. Well, yeah, um, but and also a person who felt like they could say, I think that person should should leave. Right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yes, yes, yes. But at the same time, I can also understand their fear. Okay. I mean, uh, I've been, uh, I used to go to lunch a lot in Gainesville. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was at a at a restaurant there. I won't name the name. It's a very popular fast food restaurant with a friend of mine. And in walks this uh, police officer who's covered from head to toe in flat, dark earth clothing. Mm-hmm. He's got body armor on and extra magazines for his AR-15, drop leg holster for his sidearm, a six-inch fighting knife. This guy looked like he belonged in Fallujah and okay. not in Gainesville. Okay. And uh, another one comes through. They do a little little chest bump to one another. And uh, and to be honest, I'm sitting there looking at these guys, and I felt a little intimidated. Did you tell the manager that you felt intimidated? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Did you smell uh, like weed? <laughs> no, I didn't okay. smell like weed. Okay. Were you drunk? No, I wasn't. Then you should have felt safe, my brother. Love you, Jamie. Have a wonderful night, brother. God bless you. Shelly Winter sitting in for Mark Aram. Shelly Winter in for Mark Aram. I I can't do the voice, so I, I left it alone. I, I can't. I can't do the voice. Uh, if you have any friends, uh, thank you for joining me. Thank you for listening uh, for the last two hours. And thank you to Mark for allowing me to sit in uh, these chairs um, and, and uh, substitute for you while you're away. I hope you had a wonderful time. Um, if you have anybody, friends, family in Washington, D.C., make sure they're all right. They had historic flash flooding um, this morning in, in Washington, D.C., so please check on your family members uh, for me. Uh, <laughs> I want to take a call, but we only got a couple minutes, so let me end with this. Ladies and gentlemen, we, we're in a tough, we're in a, a special time in our country, in the world, really, but our country specifically. We, we, are, we are allowing, you know, we, we're having a fight over whether we give resources and take resources from citizens and give them to people who are not citizens. We're, we're, we're having a fight over whether we pay back a group of people who have no idea, who have, no, who have nothing to do with what happened to another group of people 200 years ago. We're having all these arguments in our world today. And really, they can all be boiled down to one thing. We're being distracted. If you take nothing else from what I say tonight, take this. Don't be distracted. That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to distract us. Don't let them distract us. Just be kind to each other. Love each other. Kiss each other. And give someone a hug. And God bless the family of Nicholas Dixon. God bless you, sir. And the service that you provided to our community. God bless everyone. Peace.
Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.